You're listening to Immaculate Conception Podcasts, recorded every Sunday at the 11 o'clock Mass at our new church located at 411 Palma Road in Columbia, Illinois. For more information about Immaculate Conception, please go to www.icc-columbia-il.us. Our pastor is Father Carl Shear. And now, enjoy the podcast. The story is told about a truck driver who drove a tractor trailer. And as he was driving one day, he pulled over to a small little cafe to have lunch, parking the tractor trailer in the parking lot. And so he went in and ordered a steak for lunch. And he's sitting at the counter eating. And suddenly, six bikers come in in their big leather jackets, long beards, long hair, wearing all kinds of strange gear. And they park their motorcycles in the parking lot, come walking in the door, and they start harassing the truck driver. And finally, they took his steak and took a knife and cut it into six pieces, and they ate his steak. He sat there silently, paid his bill, tipped the waitress, and went out the door. And one of the bikers said to the the waitress, wow, he couldn't speak. He never opened his mouth. And another biker said to the waitress, wow, he couldn't fight. He didn't lift a hand. And the waitress said, it looks like he can't drive either. He just ran over six motorcycles in the parking lot. (laughs) Jesus tells us we must be perfect as our Father is perfect. Love our enemies not seeking retaliation, but seeking reconciliation. Those are challenging words for us all. Because we all know that if we're watching a movie or a TV show or reading a novel, and someone who's a culprit finally gets their due, that makes us feel good. We kind of like that. So it's a little bit hard for us to resist that temptation to seek retaliation against someone who has wronged us or wronged someone else. And certainly I fall in that category as well. I oftentimes tell this story about a Major League Baseball player by the name of Ray Fossey, who is from Marion, Illinois, not too far from my hometown of Shawneetown. And Ray Fossey played for the Cleveland Indians. He was a catcher, and he made the All-Star team one year playing for the American League. And that particular All-Star game against the National League, it was in the last inning, and one of the National Leaguers got a hit, And Pete Rose was running the bases. He came around third base, and he took out Ray Fossey coming into home plate shoulder first. And Ray Fossey went flying one way, his catcher's mask went another, and he didn't get up. His shoulder had been broken. Ray Fossey missed the rest of the season and never was the same again. Usually an all-star game, The players want to show their talents, but they don't want anybody to get hurt. But that was not the case in that instance. And of course, I have to confess, I was never a Pete Rose fan. Well, several years later, after Pete Rose retired and began managing and later got in trouble with the federal government, he got a prison sentence. And he was assigned to the federal prison. And guess where? In Marion, Illinois, the home of Ray Fossey. In fact, the federal agents met him 
the day he was to begin his prison sentence on the street in front of Ray Fossey Park. We all sometimes like to see people get what we think there is their due. But we have to remind ourselves today, what if God gives us what is our due? What if God retaliated against us? And so we are challenged to seek reconciliation and not retaliation. Not to let someone have power over us, to be so angry and so hateful and vengeful toward them that we give them power over us. We have to be willing to let go of that. As the old adage goes, the acid of vengeance does more damage to the container in which it's stored than does unto the person on whom it is poured. Or there's an old Chinese proverb that says, if you seek vengeance against your enemy, dig two graves, one for your enemy and one for yourself. Vengeance and retaliation is destructive. And so when you hear the word of Jesus in today's gospel about loving your enemy, praying for your persecutors, go the extra mile. If someone asks for your tunic, give them your cloak as well. We say, well, that's a nice ideal, but it's not practical. But again, St. Paul tells us today, the wisdom of this world is foolishness in the eyes of God. And most people hear those words of Jesus and say, well, that's nice, but it's not realistic. It's not practical. You can't live that way and survive. But again, we have to trust that Jesus wants nothing but the best for us. And he teaches us by his own example, as he forgave those who crucified him, nailed him to the cross, to forgive those who persecute you, to forgive your enemy, to let go of anger. And that's why we need a Lent every year. We know that's not easily done. And we know we'll never reach that ideal, but we shouldn't give up on it. And that's why the church gives us a Lent to try to have a change of heart and have an attitude at least that doesn't seek vengeance or retaliation. It was the great Martin Luther King Jr. who once said, I hope I'm never so small that I let any person make me hate them. He understood how destructive hate and anger and vengeance is. And Jesus says, if you love those who love you, you're no different than the pagans. Something must set us apart as disciples of Jesus. We must be willing to go against the wisdom of the world and look foolish in the eyes of the world because we trust in the wisdom of our God. Another baseball player by the name of Wade Boggs, who played, I think, for the Boston, Boston Red Sox and the Yankees, he talked about when he played third base, there was somebody sat in a box seat in the front row who always yelled at him and screamed at him and cursed him and just constantly was on his case all the time. And Major League Baseball players hear this, and they get used to it, but this guy, because he was so close to third base where he sat, really got to aggravated Wade Boggs. So one day, after batting practice, Wade Boggs walked over to the man. He said, you're the one who's always yelling and screaming at me, at you, aren't you? And he said, yes. Wade Boggs got a baseball out of his pocket, gave him his autograph on the baseball, and handed it to him. And the man never yelled at him again. <laughs> it's amazing how we can disarm people with kindness. The story is told about St. Teresa of Calcutta in a similar situation. 
in India one day, she went to the bakery, and she asked the baker if he could give her some bread free of charge for the children in her orphanage who were hungry. And the baker was so aggravated that she wanted something for free, he spat at her, hit her right in the face. She very calmly and quietly took out her handkerchief, wiped the saliva from her face, put her handkerchief back in her pocket, and looked at the baker and said, that was for me. Now can you give me some bread for my children? And he did. And he gave her bread thereafter all the time to feed the children in the orphanage. That's the kind of attitude that we have to strive for. Yes, we know we'll never be perfect, but Jesus says, try to be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect. And as we heard in our first reading today from the book of Leviticus, cherish no drudges. Because again, we know that if God retaliated against us and gave us what we deserve, we'd all be in big trouble. And so we seek to be perfect as God is perfect. And with another Lent coming, let us strive to be better, to do better, and realize that if we seek to do our best, the good news is that God's grace will take care of the rest. And so let us trust that the wisdom of this world is indeed foolishness in the eyes of God, and that the wisdom of God is what the world would say is foolishness. But that's where we can make a difference in a world that is filled with anger, vengeance, and retaliation. If we counteract that with kindness, then others will come to believe that God is good all the time. All the time.